Hi, this is Catching the Sun Podcast. I'm Danielle Bellew, and my passion is helping others enjoy life to its fullest just as I do through amazing food, wine, spirits, and travel. I am a certified travel advisor and owner of Catching the Sun. I help fellow travelers just like you design your perfect vacation with spectacular food, drink, and destinations curated just for you. Let's meet here each week and we'll circle the globe together to discover all the culinary and travel delights the world has to offer. Let's go catch the sun. Welcome to episode six of Catching the Sun. Why don't we play a game today? If I were to say, good day, mate, where do you think we would be heading? Yes, indeed, Australia. I know it's like really on most people's bucket list. So why don't we just take a short, like really quick sneak peek inside. It is one of my most favorite countries to visit. I absolutely love Australia. And now that it's open back up, there's so many things to see, so many places to go to. So let's just do a little extended trip down under and experience one of the most unique destinations on the planet. There's endless natural beauty. You have opportunities for so much adventure there. And the culture, oh my goodness, it is like so much in this one country that's almost the size of the entire United States. So we're going to find out together why this is one of the most, I should say, the world's best places to visit because they are just so laid back. The scenery is absolutely gorgeous, no doubt. We will talk about some of the places we can go and visit and the activities that you can do too. Okay, so let's get started. So adventure. When we think about adventure, one of the top places to visit, of course, is going to be the Great Barrier Reef in Queensland. There's so many ways for you to even be able to explore this reef. I mean, and I've got some great tips for you if you would love to go and see. But for like just even a perfect romantic time, if you like to go for a time for um, just like the two of you, there's a seaplane that actually flies over a reef that's in the shape of a heart. It's a natural coral formation, but It's best viewed, of course, from above, because when you see it, it's nothing like it. It is absolutely amazing. Other things that you can also do is you can go stay actually on a dive ship or there's catamarans that take you out so you can snorkel and dive and the colors. Oh, my goodness. The absolute colors of brilliance there. It's just amazing. Okay, I know we talked before about a certain country where there's a lot of sunshine, but did you know, even in Australia, they have 2,800 hours of sunshine annually? I mean, is that not a lot? (laughs) That is a lot. So their beaches are world renowned when it comes to surfing, swimming, sunbathing. You can get it all there for sure. Now, Let's go even further into the wildlife. This is one of my favorite parts. I know I absolutely love the animals that are there. Some of the favorites, of course, are going to be kangaroos, koalas, my absolute favorite, 
wombats, um, the largest planet, the largest planet, the largest bird on the planet, the emu. And then you go offshore into the water. That's where you're going to have the dolphins, the sea lions, the whale sharks, and another one of my favorites, penguins. We got to go down to Phillip Island. Ugh, I have to give you a little short story of what happened to me there. So we're going to go see penguins and they have it all set up. So it's like at night or in the evening time when you get there. So we had actually done a nature park, a walk earlier in the day. Did not quite realize how hot it was, but the heat actually did affect me because I was not drinking enough water. In fact, I was drinking their ginger beer, which is absolutely delicious. So by that evening, we had gotten on the bus getting to Phillip Island in order to see the penguins come in. So excitement galore, of course, of course, of course. So as we get there and we go inside, I realize I can't find my phone. And it's like, oh my goodness, where's my phone? I have to have my phone. And you know, your thoughts are like all your contacts. This is the only way I'm able to get in touch with people. And I start to panic. So I go back out to the bus, get there. And there it was on the side, like next to my chair. So I'm like, okay, here is my phone. I can, I can kind of relax. But on my way back, I think I'm looking at my watch, looking at the time because I don't want to miss the beginning of the penguins. Little did I know, I felt something come over me. I was actually passing out. So I had gotten so dehydrated that I passed out. Everyone's calling my name and I'm like, oh my goodness, what, what just happened? I have like never passed out before, but everything was fine. They give me something to drink. They're like, I think you're a little dehydrated just because of you being out in the sun all day. And I know your excitement, that adrenaline, wanting to see the penguins, but you're going to have to take a minute in order to, you know, just rehydrate. So I got rehydrated and I was good to go. So got out to see the penguins and it was well worth it. Passing out and everything, it was well worth it. <laughs> Seeing them come in from the ocean. And I mean, the they were just like little kids. I mean, it was so exciting. So seeing them come and it's like a group of them. So you'll see a group come up and then they'll go back out and then they'll swim up to the shore. And we're actually sitting like on bleachers. No cameras are allowed because the flash can disrupt their natural routine of coming in every night. And so we could not take pictures, but we were watching them come up, go back, come up, go back. And then when they're finally coming up and they're like literally marching in a line going and the, they were just amazing creatures. So the way that they do, they actually look after one another. So they're looking back I mean, just like looking back, just making sure that the next one behind them is okay. You're right with me. We're heading up here. We're getting ready for tonight to go. <laughs> and so as they all come up, it was just, oh, I just absolutely loved it. And so as we see them coming up and they're like literally going to where they're going to burrow for the night and we're watching them because we're like now out of our seats, we're coming along the walkway. They're like down below us walking up. And as we watched them come up, it was hilarious because there was one who literally we're watching him and he's looking around like, this is not where I'm supposed to be. 
And he's looking and he's looking and he's like, no, this is not the right side. I can tell I am not on the right side. But the hilarious part was one of the workers there was like, he does this every night. <laughs> he's like, he gets up here, realize I'm on the wrong side and then crosses over the sidewalk. You know, we had to stand there and just wait for him to go. So we're standing there waiting for him to come across and he's just looking like, yep, this is not the right side. I need to be on the other side of the sidewalk. That's where my burrow is. But it was just absolutely amazing seeing that. So my one tip, of course, for you, top tip for visiting visiting Australia and seeing the penguins is make sure you stay hydrated no matter what. <laughs> that is definitely a huge tip. Stay hydrated because the heat is definitely different there. So you'll see beautiful things like that. We also got to go up to the northern part, see the Aborigines. Oh my goodness, that is ideal for a bushwalk. They have so many plains, different rock art sites, the sacred areas for the Aborigines. It was absolutely amazing. So definitely a place you would want to go. Now, another place we think about when it comes to ancient wonders now, we're going to focus on a little more, um, a little different now with Australia because they have some of the most distinctive natural environments and actually 20 UNESCO World Heritage Sites. So UNESCO means United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization. And a World Heritage Site is going to be a natural or cultural site that demonstrates influence or significance in a global context. So, i.e., it has outstanding universal value and it's going to be included in a World Heritage List. So you're going to see them all around the world. And in different countries, they can have either just one or two, or it can have as many as 20 or 30. It just depends on the country. And so here in Australia, they have 20 of them. So you've got monuments that are scattered all around. You've got the Alice Springs with that famous, phenomenal, that rock formation called Uluru. Oh my goodness. And learning about the history of the Aborigines there at the Australia's Red Center, you will see that largest sandstone monolith in the world. So you've got the Great Ocean Road. Oh my goodness. You talking about some amazing pictures there. The breathtaking natural stone figures known as the 12 Apostles and that dramatic thunder cave. It is absolutely breathtaking. I mean, you see... So many sites. It's just, you have to have the time for it, that's for sure, in order to be able to see what Australia has to offer. And I can definitely share with you some of my own personal experiences and places to go and things to do in order to truly get the most out of your visit there. So now the last thing we're going to talk about is just like a fresh makeover. One of the nice things when it comes to Australia, that I absolutely love to, as you can tell, I absolutely love everything. <laughs> so when it comes to dining experiences, even places to stay, they've put a lot into um, having a fresh makeover. You know, we had the pause in tourism for sure during the pandemic. 
But now major events have come back. In fact, in 2022, they had the Melbourne Food and Wine Festival, which showcased some of the world's top chefs, some of the top wines, because if you are a foodie and wine lover, Australia has some of the best for sure. You've got the Globe Market there. I mean, the Glebe Market there. That's a trendy spot. Listen, I'm thinking globe. I'm thinking world. Here I go. (laughs) The fashion scene. Oh, my goodness. There's a rooftop bar at one of the hotels. I mean, you just have everything that you can pretty much think of. There's such a variety. So no matter what your tastes are, if you're a nature lover, you have so many places to go. Even the Tasmanian wilderness where Tasmanian devils are. (laughs) They've done some amazing just renovations and bringing life really to places. It's so many things to do outdoors there from surfing, kayaking, cave exploring, fishing, hot air balloon rides. I mean, Australia has it all. No matter which part of the country you go to, you can have an epic adventure. You can have an epic time of just being able to explore and do so many different things. It's just such a wide variety. You have so many choices, so many choices. So that's it for today's episode. It was so much fun going down under to Australia. I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's journey. If you'd like to know more, please visit my website at catchingthesun.com and I'll help you relax, explore, and enjoy catching the sun on your next amazing gastro travel experience.